The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. And it's time to uh, talk to the band of the hour. Sean Rudeman, welcome to uh, Inside Florida Racing. Hey, Sean, welcome back. Thank you. What's happening, buddy? I just got done playing a little golf, actually. Dolphin man. Well, that must have been exciting for you and Dave's Uh, win. Yeah, it was... uh, it was very exciting, you know, sort of, you know, not just for myself, David, the whole family, um, especially to see the uh, double zero, the family number, you know, for the first win in Cup history and with a double zero and just, you know, everything that we went through in life, you know, to get there, you know, I think a lot of times people had the assumption that the Rudiman family had money. Well, it was race on Friday night so you could afford to race Saturday night. And that, if you didn't do good, then, you know, you didn't buy tires and stuff. So it's come a long way. Come full circle, I think. Well, we were all we were all you know behind you guys cheering. Um, I know at my house it was that way. It was very exciting. And what does this win do for the team, for the racing team, mentally? And and how does that get you excited, uh, looking forward to the next race? Does it put more pressure on you? Um, not really. It took a lot off because we had. You know, like uh, Rodney Childers said the other day, we had a little meeting there for the race. I said our goals is to get two poles this year and win a race. So we've met our goals. Now we need to set goals higher. And, you know, they say that first one's always always the hardest one to come by. So we've got that one out of, out of the way now, and now we can just get after it. You know, now our main goal is to, to make the chase, and um, I think we've got a good opportunity at that. And I, I believe we'll win another race. You know, I thought yesterday we were going to have a chance of winning that one, and then... Uh, the bump stops on the right front, they collapsed and the car, the handle went away, but, um, I just, I feel, I feel there's another one around the corner. Well, there's no doubt about that. Um, I definitely think that there, there'll be one around the corner. Uh, talk to us about Victory Lane. Uh, uh, shall I call you Spanky now, since that's what they called you, uh, on national television? Spanky. Yeah, I got a few. Uh, the crew calls me Round Root because they say I'm the, the roundest of all the rudiments there, but um, <laughs> so they, that's nice. They nicknamed me Round Root, so I, it don't bother me. Um, you know that the the Spanky deal. Um, I know a lot of people are familiar with Buddy Foster used to uh, own uh, all Dickie Anderson's late models when there were Citrus Chrysler Hooters cars there, and uh, I've I've worked for him a couple times in the Chevy garage, and he said I look like Spanky from the Little Rascals, and he did that to me when I was 14 years old, and it just kind of kind of stuck with me a little bit and then you know dw he he heard david call me at one day so he had to go and put it out there on national tv the other night so now everybody calls me spanky so tell us about the victory lane what that must have been like for you uh you know you've been wanting to all you guys have been wanting to be there what's it like uh it's uh it's, it's unbelievable it's, it's hard to explain you know you know, you go to Victory Lane, like somewhere, you know, like yourself, Sunshine or Bradenton and stuff, and, you know, that's, that's cool. But when you go, it's, it's just amazing, and it didn't really hit me until I was, after I got off the airplane and was driving home from Orlando Airport that night, um, you know, it's just, it's like, wow, you know, we're just in Victory Lane, and like I told David, I said, look, man, your name's going next to Dale Earnhardt's, and it'll be there forever. And he's like, nah. I said, I'm serious. <laughs> you just won the 50th anniversary the Coca-Cola 600. I mean, nobody's going to take that away from you. It's, it's in stone. You know? It's written down. I mean, it's just, it's, it's amazing. You know, it's, uh, 
first off, they it was raining, so they moved us into the media center, and we just totally trashed the media center. I I hate for the cleanup guy, but when they handed us all champagne and Coca Cola, we just <laughs> and old cram, so we just went and trashed the place. But uh, it was it was great. I mean, it was uh, you know a couple people said they see me on TV and they could tell I was a little choked up, which I was. I mean, it's, you know, it's just to see David there, and even you know. Even not being me, him just being my cousin and be able to see everything, like I said, that he's went through, and it, it, it was awesome. It was just something that's hard to explain. You know, you got all these, the hat dance where you're changing hats and the and the champagne and all the different pictures and the family photo of me and David and Uncle Buzz. It was it was really it's really something awesome that I always you know, always remember. No doubt. I mean, it it was awesome for us. You know, uh, all all the fans. Uh, that you guys have here, uh, you know, there's a different set of fans that you guys obviously have here. And, you know, for uh, me, myself, I know um, every time I watch, you know, I, I see David race and, you know, it naturally brings back memories of, of, of racing, you know, together and, and doing these things and then thinking that, you know, there was always that one guy. Because, you know, your parents, at least my parents always told me, listen, there's going to be one guy, be one guy around here that will make it to NASCAR. Who will it be? And to me, I feel like that he is that one guy. There's been other guys that have made it sort of there, but none that I've ever known, like I knew him and know you, um, and to see you guys go through that the other day, it aggravated me that they waited so long to call it, because by golly, if it had been Earnhardt or it had been, if it had been Jimmy Johnson, okay, yeah, we've been out of there a long time ago. Yeah, uh, you know, and the, and the other times during the race, it wasn't halfway, so they couldn't. And I was thinking, I was thinking, if they call this thing and run this race tomorrow, what a dirty deed that they will have done. But um, yeah, you're exactly right there. For yeah, th- and, and what you're saying about the fans here in Florida, it, it, it's really cool because, you know, we grew up racing, you know, against you and every, you know, dirt track. Pavement tracks, Sunshine, Bradenton, East Bay, Ocala, you know, and and it's really cool to go back to like East Bay to watch when we have a weekend off and everybody there, you know, even the people that were your rivals, you know, be you know be right there like, hey man, David's doing a great job, yeah, we're proud of him, you know, he's representing East Bay and stuff, and and you know, Dave, David's humble, our whole yeah. family's humble, we don't, you know, we try to not get into it as much, but um, you know, it's just pretty cool, like you know, we used to race. Door to door, Ivan Lloyd out of Ocala every week. Ivan's one of our best friends. You know, he calls and congratulates us and stuff. And just to get the phone calls, you know, from the Nas bitches and, and from Ivan Lloyd and yourself and people that we raced against down here, you know, is, is what that was real. You know, to have people call that you grew up racing against congratulating them. Because, you know, and like you said, the, with the rain delay, you know, I was trying my darnest because, you know, NASCAR listens to all the spotters. So, you know, I'm up there telling them, you know, look, all the, you know, I'm on the radio saying, look, all the fans left. Let's go ahead and go home. Let's call it. <laughs> I look over there, and they're in the booth next to me, and they're shaking their finger at me. Look, all right. <laughs> but I was ready to go, too. But you're right. If it had been Dale Jr., yeah, we weren't the most popular person to, to win the race. But you know what? you got to, you know, you, you can't just sit there all day long and do it, you know. It was great. That's all I can say. Uh, you know, I wanted to have you on the show to, uh, you know, get your – your feelings about you know uh, the, the victory lane and stuff, and uh, you know I'm, I'm sure it was a big week for David. You know it still probably is. I'm sure he's still probably in all of it happening. And then 
then next, uh, you know, uh, qualifying the other day, him going out there and, and sitting on the pole for the Dover race. And uh, what happened to you this weekend? Yeah, he he was on a mission. Um, he was going to prove that, you know, he just didn't, you know, back into that deal, you know. He went out there and then we were fastest in practice and sat on the pole and then we were constantly the fastest car in the second practice. We led the first 35 laps, um, ran third there for the longest time, come in, and the caution come out after we pitted, so, you know, we lost our lap on pit road, um, made our lap back up, and then about halfway through the race, something, you know, we all the new new cars there run the bump stops on the right front, and uh, one of the bump stops just gave away, kind of like the, the spring, you know, losing its tension there, and um, after that, the car, you know, would roll over on the right front and unload the left rear in the center of the corner, and just the handling went away, so to come out of there with an 18th was weird scratching and fighting for all we could get right there just to keep up in the points. But, yeah, he was, he's still on a high. You know, he's hes pretty pumped up. I just talked to him an hour ago, and uh, he's hes pretty—he's still pretty amped up. He's getting ready to, you know, run the preludes and dream wins tonight up there at Tony's Dirt Track. So, yeah, he gets to go back to his roots and run a little dirt race there. So he's pretty happy. Dream come true, huh? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'll tell you, when, when I found out that uh, – that David had won because I wasn't watching the race. And when I found out, you know, Sean, the first thing that come to my mind was uh, when we did that uh, that thing several years ago where where we had uh, the Rudiman family night there at, when we were up at the Snook River Grill, the thing that I remember most about that was I really didn't know how much you guys had went through at that point to get where you were. And that night you guys... You know, you joked and had a good time, but you, you told the story of, 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 you know, you went into detail, you guys did, David, yourself, and the other guys about, you know, what you had to do and the struggles on the road, like worse than a poor rock band to, to get even to that point. And that was all I could think about is, man, what a journey you guys have been on together. Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> it was funny you say that because, um, you know, me, David, and, uh, Lisa, who's now his wife there, we, at the time, was uh, just fiancé there. we come back to New York there after racing that dirt modified, and, you know, we didn't do worth a darn up there. You know, we were, didn't have the car everybody else did. We were kind of out of our league there, and um, went up there, and coming coming home, you know, Uncle Buzzy took the credit card, and David didn't realize he didn't have the credit card, and he got started in South Carolina, didn't have no gas in the truck. <laughs> David said, I ain't got no more cash. What are we going to do? So I'm over there. Tears in my eyes, counting pennies out of the door panel there, trying to figure out we had enough money to get home, and all we had was a bag of apples. And, uh, you know, here we are counting pennies, and we somehow got $50 out of the bank somehow out of the uh, checking account. That's all he had left. We made it to Zephyr Hills and coasted down the hill into the driveway. When we when we stopped, I bailed out and laid in the grass, just kissed the grass, glad to be back in Zephyr Hills. But uh, when Dave was doing his interview the other night, he asked if anybody had any apples, just kind of hinting at the whole deal coming back from New York, you know, with just a bag of apples, no money. It was kind of, he just kind of did that to me and Lisa to see if we'd laugh. But it was, yeah, it's come a long way, you know. It's, uh, it's, it's been great. It's been a long journey and it's a great one, you know, and it's, uh, going really good right now. Yeah. Very good, man. Go ahead, Rob. Go ahead, Rob. Uh, I was just going to say that's, that's very cool, you know, uh, how that all worked out and that, uh, I'm glad that things are finally coming around, and I, I think that the momentum from, from winning uh, will carry over uh, for more than just, uh, you know, a couple races, you know, because once you 
once you get that win. And these guys would be sorry if David does get on a winning streak because they don't really know the David Ruderman that we know and what he's really capable of once he, you know, has the yeah. equipment under him. Exactly. It's, you know, we used to, that's why I told him, guys, that we get on a streak now. We've, we've got on streaks before where we won 20 in a row at East Bay. So it's, uh, you know, we, we get on a streak, David seems to carry it on for a while. Oh, when are we going to get Buzz in one of them cars? I don't know. You know, we were talking about that. The, you know, somebody brought that up the other day at Dover, and we think Uncle Buzz could do like the All Star Shootout where it wasn't a long race. Yeah, you know, I keep telling Uncle Buzz he's getting old and he's retired, but he's telling me he said, "Look, I can go on East Bay and win, and I'm not retired." So, yeah. He, yeah. he's got more wins. I bet you he's got more wins than than every. If you took every NASCAR driver there and how many wins they have, he's probably got more wins than all of them put together. Feature wins. Oh, yeah, I mean it's it's unbelievable. You know, it's uh, it's funny is if you took his wins and Dad's wins and put them together, there ain't a you could there ain't East Bay, Ocala, put all those tracks together. People won't even equal what they got together. You know, and that's putting every racer together there. You know, between hey, the Jeff. two of them, I think they got close to twenty two hundred wins. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say Jack. I was gonna ask Jack if he had any idea how many wins that uh, Buzzy had, and Somebody I was gonna. Said, 1,300 yeah. record. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was hearing in the 1,300s. Are you yeah. hearing that? Feature one. It's amazing. Yeah. 1,300, and I think Dad's right there about 900 to 1,000. Because I know they, uh, Dad's got like 150 sprint car wins just in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. So, it's, you know, it's pretty pretty amazing what those two have accomplished. And it's kind of funny is, you know, they could have made it to NASCAR pretty easily, but back then, you know, NASCAR didn't pay anything, so they went dirt racing instead. <laughs> That's true. Amazing, That's isn't it? Exactly the truth. Well, yeah. Sean, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us, and uh, you'll be hearing from us again. Good luck the rest of the season. Uh, anything you want to say to the fans that are listening? Yeah, I, you know, I just want to thank you guys, uh, everybody down here, for supporting David and the whole family, and make sure everybody keeps uh, supporting the local short tracks. I know Cal has got the Cal Memorial this weekend is a pretty special deal there, and you know, East Bay, places like that, and just make sure you keep supporting them because without the fans, you know, those places will go under, and that's the last thing we need is lose some short tracks, you know, to where you're all born and raised. So, yeah, we're, you know, we're just make sure everybody supports them. Yeah, we're all looking forward to that deal up at uh, Ocala this weekend. We had Kevin Durden on earlier to, in the evening, and uh, uh, he's uh, he, he's he's going to get the gravy this He's He's going after it, man. That's cool. Kevin's a good guy. I tell you what. He's a good guy. He's a big son of a gun. You don't want to bump fenders with him. He did that one time. We'll never do that again. you got to run from him. Got but that yeah, right. I'll get with you guys towards the end of the year. We're going to do our charity golf tournament and stuff yep. down here in Zephyr Hills, and we're going to have there's going to be a 50-lap modified race, and I think we're going to put some stuff together, get uh, David's crew chief and a couple cup drivers come down that weekend and have a little charity race there at East Bay that night and stuff. So. All right. Talk, Thanks so much, Sean. Talk to you soon, Sean. Take it easy, right, Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Right, I love it when a Florida boy does well. Well, Rob? Yeah. Wait, are you speechless or what? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, that the uh, I think the, the uh, winter circle deal is uh, definitely something that would make somebody speechless to, to really understand what that's all about. Because sure. Until you go to the races as 
somebody part of the team or as the driver and really see all those people and be so involved and work so hard at it, um, you know, it's, uh, it's just one of those things like climbing a mountain, you know, when you get to the top, you're elated. <laughs> <laughs>